This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart. Monday, September 18th, 2023, and Breaking Boston brings you bad news, City of Boston. For the first time since 2001, Bill Belichick and your New England Patriots are 0-2 to open the season. That's right. Unfortunately, same script, different game, same result. Patriots lose on Sunday night football to the Miami Dolphins, 24-17, They had their chances, they had their problems, they had their plays, and in the end, the same result. Uh, It actually left Bill Belichick probably even a little more speechless than he usually is in post-game press conferences. I believe he said, uh, not a lot to say about that, tough loss. So your New England Patriots basically used the same formula for failure. Usually you have formulas for success. This is a formula for failure for the New England Patriots, Mac Jones to open the 2023 season. That's turn the ball over early, dig an early hole, go down 10 nothing, and then make some plays, play some decent football in the middle of the game, defense hang in there, and then in the end, not be able to get the job done. This one in spectacularly um, short fashion or spectacularly just this close but couldn't quite do it fashion. Final play of the final offensive play of the game for New England was a fourth down play, fourth down throw from Mac Jones to Mike Gesicki. He realizes, boom, I'm going to be held up short of the sticks in the closing seconds. I'll toss the ball back to Cole Strange, who catches it. Usually in those situations, the big lineman bumbles it and fumbles it and the ball bounces around the game ends. Nope. Cole Strange catches it. Cole Strange tucks it away. And Cole Strange initially cross the first down marker to move the sticks extend the game give the Patriots a chance to strike and maybe pull one out finally have that comeback that Mac Jones has been seeking for so long but no upon further video review Cole Strange was indeed short 
and I know a lot of Patriots fans might be bitching and moaning today. Oh, he wasn't short. They called it a first down on the field. You can't overturn that. Well, I actually think he was short. I actually think the video replay showed that he, the ball was sort of behind him as his knee tucked down and his shoulder hit, and he came up probably a football's length short of the sticks. Game ends. Patriots lose. It's not dissimilar to most games against good teams for the Patriots in recent years. They are not a terrible football team. I can tell you Nick Fitzy Stevens and myself did the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI overnight, and there was some real dismal, we suck, this sucks, blow them up. They don't suck. Patriots do not suck. They didn't suck in, against the Eagles in week one when they just came up short 25-20. They do not suck right now after losing to the Miami Dolphins. These are two playoff caliber opponents. Yes, they're at home. And I guess no one wants to hear. And then you see right here, Cole Strange runs the ball. Yes, Cooper Leonard adding that video touch if you're watching online. Little toss from Mike Kosicki. Nice catch, Cole Strange. Gets power, lowers the shot. Can't quite get there. Uh, I agree with the call. And again, I think that may be a talking point. Uh, throughout the Boston Sports Talk radio waves today, there will be some lamenting the loss, and maybe they get screwed by the officials. But you know what? When you keep talking about getting screwed by the officials, it means you're not doing your job. It means you're not getting the job done. And I think that is the story. You know, in this year, I think the joke with the Patriots right now is, in this year where the NFL is doing these commercials about scripting football and the game is scripted, the Patriots have the same damn script week in and week out. It's like a bad sitcom where you're like, I've heard all these jokes before. I feel like I've seen this episode or this season before. That's the Patriots. And, you know, it's really left the team at a strange week three crossroads, I think. And that was evident in the postgame uh, media meetings with Mac Jones. And most importantly, I would say with Matthew Judon, there was a lot of talk about how the Patriots in the locker room were very quiet, very sullen. Mac Jones with his head down at his locker with a towel over his head. And you saw Mac Jones. You see some of the stats on the screen there if you're watching on YouTube. Um, got rid of the ball quickly, uh, made some plays, some of the things he's doing, but not doing enough, not good enough. And this is not a good football team. That's the flip side. Um, you know, everybody wants to say this is a bad football team. The Patriots suck right now. They do not suck. This is not a good football team either, though. They find ways to lose games. And I think that's where you start. Oh, there's a he's not a guy Mac Jones tweet on the screen right now. And that may be true. Mac Jones is not the guy to lead you back from a deficit. He has shown that so far in two-plus NFL seasons. Mac Jones may not be the guy to overcome continued injuries on the offensive line, continued injuries in the secondary that are making your team vulnerable to defeat. He isn't been the guy isn't and hasn't been the guy who can put the team on his shoulders and carry it if the running game isn't getting the job done as it was not against the Dolphins Ramondre Stevenson below four yards a carry had 50 yards on the ground a week after the Dolphins gave up 230 yards to the Los Angeles Chargers Mac Jones is not the guy to get the ball down the field to Kendrick Bourne. Couldn't do it. Mac Jones contributed to the loss. Red zone interception where for the second straight season, he tried to uh, hit the matchup of Devontae Parker against his former teammate, Xavier Howard. And Xavier Howard made the play on the sideline for the interception, bodied Devontae Parker away from the ball. That's a bad matchup. And yet Mac has gone there two years in a row. 
right there. You see ESPN stats. Oh, of six with an interception on throws more than 10 yards. Um, he just, he, he didn't make plays. He didn't make throws. He's a mediocre quarterback leading a mediocre team right now. And that's, that's just where the Patriots are. They're in that middle pack. Now, oh, and two, you're not in the middle of things. Oh, and two, you're in last place in the AFC East. You're looking up at the Miami Dolphins in first place in the AFC East. One and one, you have the Buffalo Bills, who bounced back in week two, played much better. One and one, you have the New York Football Jets, the team you will go play next Sunday at MetLife Stadium, a team you need to beat to at least pull even with in the AFC East, despite the fact that they lost their new old franchise quarterback in the uh, fourth play of the season, right? There's, there's a lot of negatives floating around New England right now, but I found it very, very interesting that Matthew Judon wanted to make it clear before he started his post-game press conference Sunday night, late, actually probably early Monday morning in the wee hours, this is not a bad football team. And I wonder who he was talking to. Was he talking to fans? Was he talking to himself? Was he talking to teammates? We always talk about Bill Belichick trying to get a message out, and he's talking to his players just as much as the media when he's talking publicly in press conferences and interviews. When Matthew Judon says it's not a bad football team, who was he trying to convince? Because I do think there's some convincing that needs to be done right now to fans, to maybe some teammates that are in shock. As I said, the Patriots have not been 0-2 to start a football season since pre-Dynasty, pre-Tom Brady starting. Back in the days where Drew Bledsoe was about to get hurt, was, was getting hurt when the hit from Mo Lewis and the transition of power was taking place and the, the chum of the water of the dynasty was there. This is, this is very, very interesting times right now in New England for Bill Belichick. Didn't have a lot to say, as I said, after the loss last night, but he's got a lot to do this week, and it'll be interesting to see how Belichick handles this loss and his football team moving forward because this is a critical juncture in the season for the Patriots. At 0-2, you can recover, you can respond, although I will say, even people that were optimistic about the Patriots and thought they might have a better record than the experts were predicting who thought maybe they'd take the over on the 7.5 wins, who thought maybe they could claw out 9 or 10 wins, I think on this breaking Boston Monday morning, and we're recalling this now no longer Moral Victory Monday, but just another effing loss Monday, I think you have to reevaluate because I'm guessing if you had them winning 9, 10, 11 games, having a decent season, competing for the playoffs, you probably had them beating the Dolphins in Week 2 at home at Gillette Stadium on Sunday Night Football. You probably had a loss in Week 1, but you probably had them at 1-1 one and one and beating the Dolphins in Week 2. They could not get that done, and that makes you wonder, is this team simply what it has been against good opponents in recent years? not good enough is this the is this the mo of this team that's going to continue for the foreseeable future and those are the questions that need to be asked and certainly injuries are a part of this talent is a part of this the houses of cards that i've talked about all offseason offensive line and wide receiver and cornerback have come to fruition cornerback position was without jack jones on ir you lose Jonathan Jones before the game, inactive to an ankle injury in practice, mispractice. Marcus Jones goes down with a shoulder injury early in the game. You're scrambling. Miles Bryant's out there against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. But guess what? You kind of held your own. Uh, Christian Gonzalez got the job done as your number one corner, met the challenge. Those speed guys did not kill you. They did not remove the opportunity for you to win the football game. The receiver position. Kayshawn Booty inactive. Demario Douglas, the upstart rookie, makes a couple plays early, and in the midst of one of those Patriots driving, 
fumbles, turns the ball over, does not play offense again, was clearly benched, even though Bill Belichick refused to admit it post-game. But the depth at the wide receiver position is challenged. Who is making yet Jalen Rager active for the game from the practice squad, former Eagles first-round bust? That probably tells it all. But most importantly, the offensive line continues to be a major issue. Trent Brown inactive against the Dolphins with a concussion. City So inactive against the Dolphins with a concussion. And you did get back Cole Strange, as I mentioned. He was involved in that final play. Vidarian Lowe had to start at left tackle, making his Patriots debut a couple weeks after joining the team. You got Mike Onwenu back at right guard, although he left later. Uh, Antonio Maffi replaced him in the second half. Not sure if that's injury-related or just conditioning-related, not ready to go the full game. Calvin Anderson was out there for the full game at right tackle, struggled at times with Van Winkel, the uh, wide, the linebacker who got some pressure for the Dolphins, and Mac Jones was under pressure all night. Mac Jones did have to make plays quickly. We saw that graphic earlier, making throws under two seconds, having to get rid of the ball quickly. That's a tough way to play for Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien because this offensive line is not good, is not talented, is still trying to figure out who it is and get its bodies on the field. They couldn't run the ball. They had to throw the ball mostly horizontally to the line of scrimmage, quick throws to Devontae Parker and company, missed a lot of throws to Kendrick Bourne, attempts down the field, chances to make some big plays. They just weren't there, weren't able to connect on those, and they made the mistakes, as I said. The fumble by Demario Douglas after a catch and run and the interception in the red zone for Mac Jones. Those are the difference in the game. You dig a 10-0 deficit, you keep making mistakes, you make little mistakes on penalties that keep things happening, and you end up with the same result. You're close, you're close, you're close, you're not good enough, you can't finish the game, you're 0-2 to start the season, and there's a lot of questions right now in Foxborough that, needs to be, that need to be answered. And we will be here each and every morning on Breaking Boston to ask those questions, to try to answer those questions, and try to figure out what the hell the Patriots exactly are at this point. 0-2, two tough losses against good opponents. They do have the Jets on the horizon. They do have Zach Wilson, the gift that forever seems to give other football teams on the horizon, coming off a weekend in which he threw three interceptions yet again. So he might be prime for a bounce-back Patriots win. But on this breaking Boston, September 18th, 2023, the topic is simple. The answer is not. Where will Bill Belichick's Patriots go from week two? Because they're 0-2, last place in the East, and even internally and in the postgame locker room, they're clearly questioning how good they are. Talk to you again later in the week, Tuesday morning, breaking Boston. We may still be talking Patriots, or who knows what else could come up with the Red Sox, Celtics, or Bruins, because breaking Boston is here each and every morning on the Odyssey app to bring you the biggest news in Boston sports. And the biggest news in Boston sports today is your Patriots are 0-2.